land management uh, topics at Yaru Nyambaburu. He's been involved with uh, Yaru pretty much uh, since the very beginnings and still is hanging as a senior <laughs> with uh, land and uh, sea management. Dean, nice to talk to you. Good evening, Shandy, and I'm going to give you a lot of questions to all of our listeners out there. Um, and Happy New Year. Yeah, 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 Happy New Year. Dean, you wanted to fill us in on what Yaru's been doing. In fact, recently they've had a women's fire forum there. Yeah, um, I, I can't talk too much about the... Women's Fire Forum, because that's obviously women's business. And um, but there was a, a, a two-day forum last <laughs> week where all of the women from across the Kimberley um, come together and obviously talked about um, fire planning from a more broader perspective um, across the Kimberley region and and the role that women now play in that um, space. Um, yeah, it's obviously uh, Kimberley's, I suppose, leading in, in number of the fire um, practices or cultural. Um, burning practices, but also more broadly, in context of how um, traditional owners um, uh, and, and state uh, government and relevant organisations um, that are, you know, uh, in context of fire management can come together. Um, and yeah, from a regional perspective, I think you know it's, it's growing. Um, you know, uh, in context of other. Um, regions looking at how we approach fire management um, here in the Kimberley um, because we know um, fire doesn't have any boundaries um, when there is a fire in place. So in that context, I think the management um, of fire um, from a, a state perspective needs to be looked at in the context of how do we, as all as land managers um, and land protectors, I suppose, um, yeah, work in that space You know, with the view that fire doesn't have any um, boundaries. So therefore... Uh, we need to work in that space where we all work in in a co-managed collaborative approach. So, um, yeah, and, and from all reports from the women rangers, I think they've, uh, yeah, um, things are progressing um, well, and, and I think they were happy with the outcomes of the of the meeting. Oh, two day forum, actually. Yeah, obviously, obviously they were. One even left a request they wanted to hear from the Lajumano teenage band. So obviously, <laughs> <laughs> enjoying themselves. How about you guys with uh, land and sea? What's that department yeah. been up to? I suppose, um, yeah, look, and obviously um, uh, I had to take basic to 10 just to ensure that um, I wasn't covering any uh, ground that they'd previously been talking about. And obviously over the last couple of weeks, I think you've had a number of our team, um, you know, as part of our ra- uh, usual radio segment, um, giving feedback. You know, it's great to see that we've, getting recognition for some of the work that we're doing and, and obviously our team members, you know, talking quite confidently in regards to the projects that we've been um, delivering on country, um, you know, from the likes of Pius and the Spectacle Hair Wallaby work, um, you know, getting recognition for his, his, his I suppose, cultural knowledge and, um, you, know, um, you know, taking lead in that project. But, you know, obviously with Yarrow, we've got a number of lines in the fire, as usual, you know, um, you know, heavily involved in the joint management operations um, around the town, um, you know, obviously with the conservation estates that we jointly manage with the, um, the Department of Biodiversity, Conservation and Attractions, and obviously, you know, the in-town reserves that we manage jointly with the Shire, where we have, um, you know, potential projects that we're looking to uh, implement this year. Um, some of the works we're looking at... Um, some of the recreational nodes around Riddell Beach. So just to 
looking at you know providing um, appropriate parking spots and 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 you know um, safe access down to the beach for um, you know people that are you know wanting to utilise that that part of the coastline. Um, so there, there are a couple of projects that we're looking at uh, implementing this year. Um, just undertaking a couple of fauna surveys for those areas. Um, the planning's um, kicked off. Uh, we do have um, a land and sea subcommittee um, happening next week, Thursday, 10th of March. Um, at 8.30 here at Yaru, um, uh we're always looking for, I suppose, new members to come in or people wanting to express their interest to be a part of, um, you know, being on a uh, subcommittee uh, in regards to um, being involved in, in regards to um, you know, some of the um, activities that we um, and projects that we have on Yarra Country, and we have a use a subcommittee as a sounding board um, in, in community engagement process. Um, yeah, and obviously, uh, Sandy, with the you know rainfall this year, um, we have uh, a collaborative collaboration project with the Department of Water, Environment, and Regulation. And that's looking at obviously the wetlands and, and groundwater management on on Yarrow Country. So yeah, we're looking at um, you know uh, re-engaging and picking up re-engaging uh, with, with with the department and um, around some key monitoring sites on our um, Yarrow Indigenous Protected Area. Plains are looking good, aren't they? Yes, um, it's, it's, it's very interesting. You know, like come uh, December, the plains will look very um, you know looking in, in need of rain. <laughs> And yeah, two months later, here we are. It's um, almost looking like a you know ocean out there with the amount of water that's sort of running off. But um, I suppose really good in context of when you're talking about fire and you know um, country getting a good drink again and, and rejuvenating itself. Um, yeah, and obviously all of our wetlands um, out there, uh, you know, obviously um, the life around them is, is yeah, obviously booming. Um, so yeah, positives in that context. Um, you know, one from an environmental perspective, but also from our side of things with um, the station coming back over to Yaru now and and having um, you know good rainfall events that um, we know that country is is well in need of it, but also it ties back into allowing that us to have feed on country for the cattle as well. So it's um, yeah, with the station coming back into ownership of Yaru, um, yeah, there's a challenge you know around. Allowing the economic development side of things with pastoral management to um, continue, but also working in a bit more closely with the state around um, managing of the land um, aspect, you know, so ensuring that the, our cattle operations are sustainable and not having impact on um, those culturally and environmentally significant areas that we have, um, you know, management arrangements around. Mm. Sounds like you've been running this year there, Dean. Sorry? Sounds like you guys have been running already. Yes, uh, it's no rest for the um, wicked. I say, you know, like um, and like I said, we've you know, Yarrow's got its um, irons in a number of fires. Uh, you know, um, I don't know if I got back to you last year. We the um, sort of the saltwater group, Indigenous Saltwater Advisory Group, um, which is you know saltwater group members from across the Kimberley. Coming together, and um, obviously in our conference last year, um, another milestone for Kimberley traditional under group, um, saltwater groups, I suppose. In um, you know the, uh, the the launch of our uh, Turtle and Dugong initiative, so it's a ten-year initiative that we've um, it's come driven from traditional owners of the Kimberley from saltwater groups, um, and it's it's capturing their aspirations in relation to um, long-term uh, Turtle and Dugong um, along the Kimberley year. 
Um, it's quite a comprehensive document, um, and you know, it's it's, it's putting uh, call out to say, um, you know, this is our aspirations. Um, this is how we want to manage and protect uh, turtle and dugong um, across the Kimberley um, in the next ten years. And you know, it's a quite a um, strategic document that we've now got a lot of interest from, you know, Commonwealth. Um, you know, Marine Parks Australia, the Migratory Species Branch in, in, um, in the Commonwealth, um, the National Environmental Science Program. So hopefully um, this year we, we get some you know further grant money to help keep the initiative and, and the group moving forward. Um, there's a lot of goodwill there from traditional owners across the Kimberley in regards to um, you know our aspirations to manage the turtle and dugong. Um, you know uh, according to our customer customary protocols and, and traditions. Um, but uh, it's, it's sort of um, you know putting uh, ourselves in, in, the, in the sort of driving seat to say, well, this is how we'd, we'd like to manage uh, these species in, in the co-management arrangement with um, those relevant uh, state and um, um, commonwealth agencies. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's very busy. We've um, yeah hit the ground running this year, and, and obviously I haven't even given you a chance to ask me a question. I know, and just quick one before we do go. COVID, obviously, like me, you guys are pretty much working with phone lines these days. Yes. Um, yeah. It's all you know. A lot of uh, we have to take those precautionary measures now, and obviously with the restrictions coming, it does make a lot of difference. So um, yeah, look, a lot of online meetings that I've. Yeah, the number of um, tele- tele-links that I've had <laughs> in the last week is, is, yeah, I think it's a new normal and way of life I think we're, we're going to have to get used to. Um, I get a bit uh, cautious or hesitant going now to, you know, when there's meetings in Perth because of, you know, the potential of bringing a virus back to, you know, the Kimberley. And, but it's inevitable, I suppose, at, at some point. We just got to be diligent with our... Um, you know, wearing masks and, and, and sanitising and, you know, ensuring that we follow the protocols and rules that are in place. Yeah, that's exactly true. Dean, thank yeah. you. And then just lastly... Thank you, Sandy, yeah, like, hopefully, um, I didn't ramble on too much there, but hopefully it's, um, yeah, made some sense in regards to the number of things we've got going and um, we'd, we'd, we'd ask some um, people if they'd like to join Yarra Yarra members that would want to come across to our Land and Sea Subcommittee next week, um, 10 o'clock. No, 8 o'clock here at um, Leanne Centre. Okay. 8 o'clock, Leanne Centre. I suppose in context of that, that um, just for the plug it, that you know, members need to be double vaxxed and that those um, yeah, requirements are in place now. So um, we, only, we want members that are double vaxxed um, and, you know, um, that help meet uh, some of the requirements on our end. Mm-hmm. Dean, thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Um, good to chat to you, and yeah, hopefully we can have a few more conversations throughout the course of this year. Yeah. Our condolences also go out to you and your family. Thank you, Sandy. Yeah, um, it's been yeah a bit of a rough start to the year, but um, you know we have to just learn how to yeah deal with it and and, and and you know manage it all in that aspect. Ben Matthews from the Land and Sea management unit he's one of the original uh, Yaru members that have been there for well since uh, the setup with the organization over 10 years ago and now pretty much manages uh, land and sea management consultations that uh, Yaru is a stakeholder, a part of 
many that come to the table to bring ideas and uh, just understanding the cultural aspect of being able to hunt turtle, dugong, or even management of country. <laughs> 